Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. I just thought we'd have like a nice practice today. Like just do something nice. Does it does it sound okay to everybody just to have a nice practice? Cool. Let's do that. Let's have a nice one. We're going to start in either Shavasana, if that's the nicest for you, or hips on a block. So if you like hips on a block because you like it, like, like you like it, like you don't feel like you have to like it, but you do like it, uh, that. And if you don't, lie down, rest, make good use of your time. If you're not sure what hips on a block is, well, it requires a block or something like it. And uh, you place the block underneath your sacrum, which is what feels like a flat bone at the back of your hips, the base of your spine. It's not your tailbone, and it's not your lumbar spine, which okay. I'm not gonna write the world's simplest anatomy book here. You do wanna feel like you're making contact in a really level manner. So the sacrum on the block and then the legs extend up and I won't be picky about how we get there. Once they're there, they could be bent, they could be straight. The line from your hips to your feet, uh, vertical, whether your knees are on that line, doesn't really matter. But the feet, you drop plumb line from the feet to the hips, that would be vertical. The idea is that your abdominals are engaged, but not doing exercise. There's enough there to let you know that they are indeed working. Uh, so you just have a relatively restful experience and it's a way of bringing ourselves into our body that's really alert, aware, but calm and still. If you can, close your eyes. If that's uncomfortable or unwise given the uh, situation you're in, feel free to soften them. And then we in a breathing practice where you should note first that you're breathing, if you're in hips on a block, in a slightly upward manner. So the breath coming into the nose, through the throat, and then going upward into the lungs. It's unusual. There's some there's different benefits to this, but the one that we're gonna to utilize right now is this ability to get stuff out with the help of gravity. So you're filling your lungs, you're expanding them to full capacity. And when you breathe out, really drawing the abdominals in and pressing the breath out and using the flow of gravity, just get that last little bit out, the next breath in. As steady as you can make these. 
Okay, if you start to feel this too much in your hip flexor, or you just reposition the block, realign your legs until it's more abdominal than hip flexor work. That may mean your legs need to bend a little more. Three more breaths here, that idea of using gravity to help you empty. making the most of the situation you're in. And I am gonna be pretty picky about how we get out of this. So from wherever you are, keep your eyes closed if you can and bend your knees until your heels come down toward your hips. And then really, really slowly, like, like gratuitously slowly, hover your toes just over the floor. We can feel it there. If your abdominals have something to say about this, then let the toes find the mat and just really keenly feel texture, temperature, the quality of your mat as you bring balls of your feet to the floor and then your heels and you have some extra perception in your feet right now press your feet down lift your hips slide the block out of the way and then just do the same really slowly come down each piece of your back and hips that touches the floor just have a little extra sensation more perception than usual once the hips get down, you might feel your low back start to rise and even a natural uh, inclination to lift your rib cage. Do that. Lift your rib cage, slide it back. Lift the back of your head, slide it back. So your elongator on the floor. And then we're going to walk the feet wide apart. The knees move side to side in windshield wipers. Windscreen wipers if you're on the... Uh, continent and the commonwealth. It's uh, being recorded for international consumption. We love our friends in Australia that are listening. Also all the other places, but this week I got a message from Australia, which I thought was really cool. And it also like, who wants to go to Australia on our next retreat? I'm coming up to the screen and I just want to see thumbs. Does anyone want to go to Australia for our next yoga retreat? I got enough votes to make this happen. We're good. <laughs> Everybody get ready for that long flight. <laughs> and those of you who are listening to this in the land down under, we're coming for you. Come on back to your center. Have breath in and breath out. I think we should do that. We should just travel to all the places in the world where there are podcast listeners and uh, visit them. And that would be fun. Next exhale, bring your knees in, give them a good hug. Nose to knees and knees to nose. Rock your way up to seated. And turn to the side of your mat that you'd like for straddle. Really similar action to what we were just doing. Take 90-90 sits where you turn the legs to the right and back to center. 
into the left. So the knees are bent. And I'm not even going to be picky about this today. Uh, but <laughs> the but is a key word here. Press your heels into the floor so that your hips stay to one side of your mat as you're moving side to side. And then if you want to add on rotation, turn upper body as you go. Gibbs had a very busy morning of cleaning the house. If you guys have not, um, it, well, first of all, if you haven't been on a social media, don't. But if you do go regularly, you can see him make his bed. He also did the laundry, which involved um, herding the clothes that I put on the floor into a neat pile. He's not really good at separating whites from darks, but uh, we're going to get Gibbs housekeeping tips posted online because he's pretty darn good, but he's very tired now. Come on back to center, soles of the feet together. If you kind of uh, wafted your way across your mat, press your hips back. As soon as I started talking about the dog, I wafted across the mat. Feet together, lift up, and instead of bowing forward, we're going to round back. So you're going to have cat-cow in the uh, tarasana or long butterfly option with the legs. And round an arch here. So we're moving from the hip joint kind of, uh, action of windshield wipers to the torso action of rotation with the 1990s and now into this flexion and extension of the spine. There's also some flexion and extension of the hip joint you can feel. Then, since we're all in the privacy of our own space, well, most of us, take a little cabbage patch action. So <laughs> rotation of the rib cage. All the 80s kids knew exactly where to go with this, but if you're not sure what the cabbage patch is, uh, don't blame you. Rotate the rib cage around. It's kind of like stirring the hips with the spine. And moving clockwise and counterclockwise with the ribs in circular form. But unless you have a good hula hooping practice going on, you might not get too much of this circumduction stuff. This is good. Breath in. Breath out, come back to center and sit tall. Bring yourself into an upright seated posture and feel what's going on in your body. And hone in, home in on your breath where you feel the expansion and the release. And the shape change that happens simply because you are. The fact that you are alive means that you are of the nature to change. I'm going to come around onto all fours. And press your hands down. You could also come onto your forearms if your wrists need a break. 
Extend your right leg back behind you. You're going to bend the knee. Make some circles of the leg at the hip joint. So another kind of circumduction, right? This turning of the leg bone. As you're going, light lift of the abdominals, be sure the low back isn't moving around. That's one thing this could kind of slide into if it got messy, would be your low back dipping in and up. Low back staying steady, leg bones turning. Then come on back to hands and knees or elbows and knees, pause. Feel the two sides of you, particularly the two sides of your sacrum, two sides of your hips, two sides of your low back. Then the other side. And take the left leg back, bend the knee. Almost immediately, weight starts to shift into the right. And if you can balance that out, balance it out. And rotate the leg bone around. So, of course, there's going to be more weight in the right leg than there is in the left because the left leg is up for sure. We're not denying that. Uh, but we're recentering. So, you're really going to be pressing through your left hand or the left elbow, drawing in through the core body muscles to keep your weight relatively centered. And the low back as still as it can be. Right now, a way to not do this well would be to rock the weight all the way into the right knee and then let the hips kind of get loosey-goosey around that. Let's try that. That felt like the 90s. <laughs> Bring it back to center, elbows and knees. Yeah, the nice really doing that with like ankle weights and you know, all kinds of bad form. Come back up to hands and knees. We survived. You know, side to side, squeeze one side of your body really short as the other side goes long. And then back center and then squeeze one side of the body really short as the other side goes long. more rounds through, squeezing, making much of the body short, back center and squeeze. It's really pulling your hip to your shoulder, shoulder to hip on one side. And when you do that, the other side's lengthening out. Come back to center and pause. Excellent. Walk your hands a little forward of the shoulders, tuck your toes, send your hips up and back down dog. Press your hands down and forward, feel your body. Have a little more bend in your knees from wherever you are. Send the tops of your thighs up and back, feel your body. Look forward and walk forward to ragdoll. For today, take your feet wide to the edges of your mat or almost there. And wrap your arms around one another, tucking the pinky finger into the elbow crease. 
Right, so you got that wrap of the arms. And now this is a brain teaser. You'll notice that one hand's coming in from the front, going to the back, and the opposite's true on the other hand. Do the other way. Just there's a good chance that when you do that ragdoll wrap, when I do that ragdoll wrap, we're always going the same way. Do the opposite. If your mind was blown so much, you need to get up and have a, cup, a drink of coffee. That's totally fine. I saw that. Yeah. So small things. Let your head release at center as your brain drop. And release your hands to your mat and walk your feet together. On your inhale, reach up to stand mountain pose. Rest your feet down, plug them into the floor, reach long through both sides of your body. Place your thumb, so the, yeah, the right thumb in front of the left, let's do. It's like, remember these shadow puppets of birds? That's kind of what the hands are like. Your arms are in front of your eyes. Take a, take, just take a check that your arms are in front of your eyes. Know where your eyes are, know where your arms are. So in other words, not back here, not a useful place for the arms, not a healthy place for the shoulders. Arms stacked over the collarbones. Keep that, pull the elbows out to the sides, feel your back broaden. Press your feet down, navel in, reach up to ring and pinky fingertip. So it's up right from ball of baby toe, the ring and pinky fingertip, side body's elongating. Keep pressing your left foot down, Take this over into side extension. Now, instead of one side getting short, both sides get long, go up and over, breath in. Breathe out, come back to center, hands to heart, pause, breath in. Breath out. Both feet down, reach up, mountain pose. Then you're gonna lace the thumb, then the left thumb in front, making that shadow puppet. I don't know if anybody else made shadow puppets, but that was a big thing. I don't know, like we didn't have cell phones, so we made shadow puppets. The arm bones are stacked over the collarbones. You are sure that they're not pulled back by your ears, right? Your eyes are in front of your ears, basic anatomy. Press your feet down, reach up through ring and pinky fingertip. And you can let the shoulder blades slide up, they're supposed to. Side body's getting long. Press into your right foot. Side bend over to the left. In that left side, it's not shortening in this. Really press the, the left ring fingertip, left pinky fingertip up and over. Breath in. Breath out back to center. And your hands to your heart, but keep both side bodies long like that. Feel breath in. Really good. Makes the sun age is simple. Yoga comfort food. But when you inhale, reach up from the ball of the baby toe on the floor through the ring fingertip. Each time we get here, long like that. Exhale, you bow, and you're taking your time to arrive when the breath is empty. You can lift halfway 
Your body's in that plank position. Keep it. Plant your hands as you're stepping back. It never leaves that plank position, high or low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Hands down, feet down. Back to down dog. Breathe out. You'll look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift out. Bow forward, breathe out. Press your feet down, breathe in, and reach up. Spread your toes for the bald baby toe. Reach through ring and pinky finger. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, drop back. Draw your heart forward. Gaze it forward on the floor. You plant your hands. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Down dog, abdominals pulling to take you back. Tops of the thighs, slide back. Get into the pose before you look forward and walk or lie up. Like get into trouble before you can get out of trouble. Breathe in, lift halfway. Drop long. Get longer. As you like to use gravity to help you, but rather than fall into gravity or be mindless in gravity, breathe in, reach up, spread your fingers, spread your toes, ball baby toe down, ring finger, reaches up, exhale, lengthen, lengthen, lengthen down your legs, and breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Keep the hands forward, heart pulling forward, high or low push up. Breathe in. Press your hands, press your feet down. Breathe out, down dog. Really press into. So, whatever the shape yours takes, it takes. Get all the way in, then look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Your feet down, draw your heart forward, and then lengthen, extend your body as you lower the chest, shoulders, neck, head. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach long, lift, lunging, salutation to exhale. Bring it in, lift halfway, walk your feet to hip distance, draw your heart forward, step your right foot back. Do those two things together, heart forward, foot back. Press into your feet to reach up. Ball baby toe each side, ring fingertip. Bow, body's in a plank, never leaves that plank. Do you step back higher or low? And breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Press your hands down evenly, both sides. Tighten your right leg to take it up. Reaches. Then bend the knee. 
look forward, rock forward into a high plank with knee to right elbow with the last moment step. Press down into your feet, reach up crescent, ball of each baby toe through ring and pinky fingertip. Hands to your heart, meet and bow. Go half a go to that plank like sensation. Fingertips reach for the front of the mat. As you're stepping the back foot up, your chest stays up. Neaten everything into half lift, which you are already in because you never dropped your chest. And bow forward, breathe out. Rest your feet down, breathe in, and reach up, squeeze your legs. Long to both side by ring and pinky finger. Are your legs squeezing? Lower abdominals in. Exhale, bow forward. And breathe in. Lift halfway. Toe kill your feet. Hip distance apart. Keep drawing your heart forward as you press your right foot down. Extend the left leg back. Be able to control that. Lightly step down. Press into your feet. That brings you up into a crescent. Ball the baby toe down. You reach through the ring and pinky fingertip. Hands to heart. And as you're coming in, you stop at that parallel to the floor where you're in the plank. Step back, draw your heart forward. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Press evenly into both hands, left and right. Press the right foot down. Squeeze your left leg. As you take it up, there's no like shift of weight. You're working evenly in both hands. Bend left knee, look forward on the floor in front of your hands, left knee. Left elbow, you're in a plank. If the plank is good by itself and then the knee is in, you step, plant your feet, reach up for crescent, ball of each baby toe, the ball of the foot, the baby toe connect through the pinky finger. Hands to heart. When you reach forward, chest stays up. It's like you're in a plank or you're already in your halfway lift. The back foot steps in, neaten up that half lift, you make it longer, and exhale. Breathe in Ukatasana, so your hips low, abdominals in, then your chest lifts, arms lift. Exhale, hands to heart. Hinge at your hip, your balance, chest stays lifted until it comes to thighs, then release down over the legs. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. Plant hands, step back, high or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Breathe out, down dog. Empty here. Look to your right hand, step your right foot forward, pause. Back foot flat, draw your heart forward, inhale. You're on fingertips on the floor, you got this plank-like thing in your body. So you exhale, hands to your hips, abdominals in. Then inhale, come up into warrior one, extend your arms. Exhale, hands to your hips. And again, bow. Inside the leg, hands are at hips. Inhale, draw your heart forward, tighten your back leg. Then exhale, hands down, you step back down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog, beautiful. Down dog, breathe all the way out.
top of the thigh bones, back feet in the pose. Then up to your left hip. Step the left foot up. Take your time. Okay. Back foot turns flat at the diagonal. Fingertips on the floor. Pull your heart forward. Hands to your hips. Exhale here. Pull your abdominals in. Pull the left hip into center if it's not already. Inhale, then torso up. Arms up. Exhale, it's just hands to hips and hinge parallel to the floor. Stand in your feet, draw your heart forward, breathe in. Hands down, keep drawing your heart forward as you step back higher, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your feet down, press your hands down. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Breath in. Open your mouth and let it. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Lengthen down near the neck. That real time sun be with that much awareness. Sit your hips back, abdominals in, lift your chest, ukatasana, you reach, ring and pinky fingertip. And as you're bowing, coming down through space in full control of how you're moving, lengthen down your legs. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look to your right hand, step your right foot forward, unhurried, turn your back foot flat, bring your hands to your hips. And then uh, as you exhale, hands back to your hips. You have to bow and contemplate this plank in the air. Then high or low push up. Breathe in and breathe out, down dog. Get all the way in there. Look to your left hand, step the left foot forward, back to the flat, hands to hips. Press into your feet, bring your torso up, then reach. Hands to hips, hinge at the hip, parallel to the floor like a plank, hands down, high or low. We'll breathe in, nice. And breathe all the way out, down dog, or child's pose. Have a breath here. Open your mouth and let it go. We'll walk feet together, center of the mat, center line. Press your left foot down, press evenly into both hands, squeeze your right leg and take it up and back behind you. Look at the, the evenness of weight distribution in left and right hands. Keep it as you bend the upper knee. The temptation is going to be to let everything slide over to the left. Instead, really engage in the left side. Press your left hand down and forward. 
So the left hip up and back, breath in. When you breathe out, look forward your hands, bring your knee in your chest. You never see your knee. Knees going to your then step on the center line. Back foot turns flat. Press into your feet, come up to warrior two, hands to hips. Pause, settle. Go ahead and tuck your chin in towards your collarbones so that you're looking down, but you're looking down with this purpose of lengthening the back of the neck, not looking down by letting your head slide forward. Turn your chin. In your peripheral vision, you see your feet. Walk them a little wider, just a little. And raise your chin so you're looking straight ahead of yourself. Like Turn then to look toward the front of your room. Dig your front heel into the mat. As you do feel what happens to your front leg, float the arms up or two. Breathe in. Breathe out, chin level. You rotate so that you feel like you've, you've got full rotation in the neck, but the chin's neither forward and up or down and in, level. Dig your front heel in, front knee points straight ahead. Your breath here. Sit lower with your exhale. Keep that depth. Arms up overhead, catch your right wrist with your left hand, press the right arm into the left fingers, then release that hand to the mat, spin the back heel up, back knee down as you walk the right foot across. You're in a low lunge. It's okay if you went somewhere else, get back here. Breath in, draw your heart forward. Breath out, right hand to right thigh. Set your gaze to your sidewall. Press hand into leg, leg into hand. Lengthen both sides of your neck. And if you'd like to turn your gaze, look up. Goes up, but not toward your back wall, never toward your back wall. You never see your shoulder. Somewhere along the sidewall or to the floor is all good. Breath in, stack right shoulder over left as much as you go. When you breathe out, unwind it, hand not slide the right knee back in line with the left, lower all the way to the floor. You're gonna take a twist with this left shoulder blade in toward the spine. So it's a cobra, but it's left shoulder blade only. Then you can turn and look over the shoulder. Last thing you do is turn the head, undo that, come back to center, cobra at center. Exhale, release down slowly. Press back to hands and knees and down dog. Pause, feel your body, a lot just happened. Right? So either you did one thing at a time and you got through it or you sort of like in your head muddled it up and wondered what it all meant and if you're doing it right and all the other things we can do think be in yoga. Right? It doesn't matter, right, you're back here. Breath in and breath out. You just know that, like, inside, you just take one thing at a time, do it, explore it fully. That's all you're here for. Your feet together, press down evenly through your hands, squeeze the right leg tightly, squeeze the left leg tightly, take it up and back behind you. And then there's going to be a strong pull toward the right side. 
even that out. Bend the upper knee. Left hip stacks on top of right. Maybe you may, may sink fully, it might not. Okay. But you're not going to shorten your right side. You're not going to lean to your right side. You're going to have this triangle on the floor of hands and foot, really balanced and centered as the left knee lifts up. Breath in. And as you breathe out, knee into your chest. Look forward. Step on the center line. Turn the back foot flat. Press into your feet to come up. Bring your hands to your hips. Draw your tailbone toward the floor. Lift your sternum toward the ceiling. Get your head on line with the rest of your spine. So there's a lot of ducking the chin down and forward, particularly when we start to look at the feet. Put the uh, control center back at the top of the tower. And then just nod your chin in. As you nod the chin in, it's just chin toward the sternum and back of the neck's lengthening. And you can see your feet and front toes pointing straight ahead, knee in line. Walk the feet a little further apart, longer. And not so long you start to split. And if you start to do the splits, walk yourself back in. Then bring your chin up to level, raise the back of your skull. Heads in line, balanced up above your hips. Turn the gaze to look over uh, front shoulder toward your front wall. Chin's level. Head's still stacked atop the neck. So a lot of what we see when you do this is that the, the chin thrusts forward. You're not going to do that. Float your arms up and press your front heel into the mat. Feel what happens when you do that. If that's not already going on in your body, if that changed something, you just learned how to do warrior two. Every time, that's just, that's just it. That's, that's the breaks. That heel pressing down the ball, the big toe in front pressing down, that leg stabilizing. Otherwise, you've just got like the cookie cutter of a warrior. Breath in, press your feet down, breathe out. Stay low in the front leg as you raise. Left arm up, catch the wrist with the right hand. Give a little pull into it. Release that, hands down lightly to the floor, back heel spins up, back knee down as the front foot walks over into hip distance. Draw your heart forward. Left hand to thigh, and you rotate. Spine stays centered on your mat. Just kind of notice if you leaned back or curled forward. Know that it's okay, it's very human. But tailbone, your spine, the back of your heart, the back of your head. One line at center rotating. And you gaze to your sidewall. You can always rotate the neck along that line to look further up or to look down. Be sure you're not rounding the neck to look back or shortening it to look forward. Right here.
undo it and to the mat knee back in line with the other all the way to the floor right shoulder blade only cobra so start with the shoulder blade moving in toward the spine elbow hugging toward the body the last thing you would do is rotate your neck you don't have to in fact you'll get more out of it if you you just let the shoulder blade do it and focus in there unwind out of that and both shoulder blades together cobra press your feet down squeeze your legs and release down slow hands and knees tuck your toes your way back down dog breath in and breath out look to your hands walk or lightly hop top of the mat breathe in lift halfway breathe out full press your feet down breathe in reach up elongate both sides squeeze your legs lift your heart to so exhale close to heart center press your left foot down lift your chest up raise your right knee up in front of you just to hip height take that out to the side as far as you go use the outer right hip to point the knee to the side then right foot to left leg for tree just let it do itself do it itself right hand's going to come down to the outside of the right thigh you're going to press the thigh into the hand. So the thigh bone pressing backward. Steady that with the right glute muscle pressing forward. We'll take the right arm up overhead. Left hand comes up to catch the right arm. So you curl the left fingers to the outside of the right wrist. Press out. The right arm pressing out, then lift up. And then both sides staying long, over to the left. Keep pulling the right thigh bone back. Breath in. So breath out as you come back to center, hands to heart, foot to the mat, pause, be still. It's like we played freeze tag. You've been tagged here, body still, breath moving. Feel two legs, two sides of your body, the two sides of your face. Notice anything that wants to take you away from that. But go back to noticing feet standing here on the mat to the very top of your head. The sun A, breathe in, reach up. Elongate, go through fingertips. Exhale, fold, and take your time moving into that so that you lengthen down your legs. Also, you'll use more core body muscle. You want better abs, you do that. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, down dog or low push up. Heart forward in that. Breathe in, upward facing dog. 
breathe out, downward facing. Look forward. Go lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe all the way out. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Squeeze your legs, lift your heart. Hands to heart center, we'll pause. Feel your right foot rooting down. Right foot rooting down, right leg squeezes tight. Left knee up to hip height. Left knee out to the side. And the left foot to the inside of the right thigh. Take your left hand down to the outside of the left leg. Press the leg back. Notice the difference in how this leg works versus the other. There's notice without judging, but you notice. And then the left glute muscle, pressing the hip forward. The thigh bone trying to go back. The hip's trying to go forward. It's not rough, it's just stabilizing. Right? If you're working too hard on either one of those, stop. Stabilize, leg going back, hip going forward. And left arm up, right hand comes up to catch the wrist. The right fingers curled to the outside of the left wrist, press that arm out, make a good frame. Go up, lengthen from standing foot up through pinky fingertips, both hands. Both sides of the body stay long as you move it to the right. Right side lengthens up to the right pinky fingertip. Take that up. Breath in. Breath out. Hands to heart, foot to mat. And just pause. Now, what else do you want to do? You're standing here. You're awake. You're alive. You're still. Whatever comes at you, you notice. You need to conquer something in this moment, a repetitive thought or feeling, breathe. Breath dissolve. Whether it's attention being held in mind or the teeth or the toes. Next inhale, heart up, arms up. Reach long, the mountain pose is getting pulled up through a tube. And then exhale, fold. You'll breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Then plant your hand, step back down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe out. Press evenly into both hands, press into your left foot. Squeeze your right leg tightly, take it up and back behind you. Bend the knee, bring knee to right elbow. Look forward, draw your heart forward. Then bring the right shin as far forward as it's gonna go on its own. Lay it down and you've got pigeon. Now pigeon's not right for you, feel free to take another stretch. Otherwise, you've let that right shin bone do its own thing. You never touched it with your hands. You're not going to touch it with your hands. Don't touch that thing. 
press though the shin bone down into the floor. Press your back foot down into the floor. Stay up if you prefer it, or walk your hands over to the left, reaching long through your right side body, come down. Keep pressing right shin bone down into the floor. So we're basically taking what we did in that side bending tree and we're reversing the uh, action in the legs. So the <laughs> legs in uh, a, a different position than the leg bone pressing back. That's the shin bone pressing the floor, but same basic shape, it's the tree side bend. And inhale, undo that, come back to center. Take a moment with chest up, a little bit of up dog with the shin bone and pigeon. Tuck the back toes, lift the back legs, the back legs off the floor completely. Pull your abdominals in like it was cat pose you're rounding into, and then use that to unweight the right leg. Stepping back into down dog, turn your right toes out to the diagonal. Bend your left knee, send the right hip up and back. Breath here. Open your mouth, let it go. And feet parallel. Feel the two sides, left and right leg, left and right side body, left and right arm. Left and right sides of your head and neck and jaw. Press evenly down into your hands. Squeeze both legs. Take the left leg up and back behind you. Bend the knee. Rock forward to a plank with the knee to the elbow. Bring that shin on its own. That shin comes as far forward as it's going to go. Then it lays down. Lays down. You take the back foot back. Rest, then the shin bone into the floor. If that feels wonky in your knee, try bending it at a different angle. If it's still not good, you go to the pose that works for you. You stay up here, always an option. Keep pressing shin bone down, keep pressing back foot down, or you're gonna walk off to the right side. Extend to the left arm. You got this. Side bending pigeon, whereas in tree, pressing the thigh bone back behind, trying to get behind the hip. We're now in front of the hip, pressing the shin bone forward, different activation of leg muscle there. But it's not the same thing where we're trying to take the rib cage away from the hip on the side, keeping both side bodies long, switching up the angle that we're coming at this. Pretty common hip opener. A extra length on that side of the body. More breath into that lower left quadrant of the lungs. If you are taking the side bend, careful that you're you're not like white knuckling this. 
if you are totally cool stop And on an inhale, come on back to center. And really center up. So it's like your body's in up dog. You just happen to have that leg underneath you. Tuck the back toes. Squeeze the leg till the knee lifts. Whole leg is off the floor. Pull your abdominals in. Get a little bit of the cat pose. It unweights the left leg and lets you step back easily. Here you have breath in. Out. Look forward through your hands. Walk across the seated. Come down onto your back. Bridge or wheel as you like. Breathe here. Last exhale, make your way down slowly. With your hips land, you have options, Supta upward facing frog, which is basically the, what it sounds like, but if you're not familiar, take a straddle on your back with your knees bent. It's like Supta just kind of came apart. Or happy baby, which is like you take that upturned frog and soles the feet towards the ceiling. You catch the feet. For some of us, happy baby is a very unhappy situation. I'll go back to a different one. Breath in and breath out. Check out your face, your jaw, your throat, inner ear, where they're softened. Bring knees into the chest and release soles of your feet to the floor. Just find them again, let them really have that extra perception after being up for a bit. Lift your hips, slide them over to the right. Extend your left leg, bring the right leg across. Twist, right arm out to the side like cactus or wing. Bent elbow either way. Really heavy through the right shoulder blade. In and breath out. Undo that. Come on back to center. Both feet to the floor. Press them down. Pick the hips up. Slide them over to the left. Extend your right leg. Bring the left knee across. Left shoulder blade heavy to the floor. And you breathe. 
Inhale, unwind, back to center. Soles of the feet to the floor, reposition sacrum rib cage back of your head so that you feel long and spacious. The spine aligned well at the center of your back. Hips and rib cage back of head able to drop down. It's pleasantly heavy. You let your feet slide out into Shavasana. And if Shavasana is not comfortable on your low back, you find another way. The arms release out to the side. So you've got this spaciousness to the body with arms and legs away from center. Breath in and breath out. As you rest, visualize, imagine that the center of your mat is slightly raised, that you're resting here at a little peak right now. The hips, the rib cage, the head are supported, it's a little higher than the rest of you. So that your right leg drops heavy out to the right. The right side body is heavy out to the right. The right arm is heavy out to the right. The right side of the head is heavy to the right. Right side of your face softens away from its center line down and out to the right. Front of your chest on the right side drops heavy and down to the right, softening out. Front of your right hip softens heavy out to the right. And your left leg is heavy to the left. The left side body is dropping down heavy to the left. The left arm heavy out to the left. And the left side of your skull heavy to the left. The left side of your face softens away from the nose down and to the left. The front of your left shoulder softens away from the sternum, heavy out to the left. The front of the left hip softens heavy out to the left. The midline of your body feels light. And you rest here for a few quiet moments in your own space.
you have time to stay, I want to stay for sure. Stay here, spend the day, spend an hour. When you're ready to move again, breathe deeply and move out through left and right sides. Just feel your fingers and your toes out there. Let them move softly, slowly. And roll to your right side. And with as little effort as you can manage, come up to seated. And as undisturbed as you can be, as few extra movements as possible. So if something can wait, it can wait. You're bringing this state of being that you just created into alignment, upright. Moment of meditation here. Which you simply present with yourself. With this new space you created and the practice that was both the work and the rest. Lifting your heart high, you'll bring hands together at heart center, thumbs just turn them. Your acknowledgement of the work that you did. And the human you are. We do the same for one another as we draw thumbs to forehead center and offer each other namaste. Namaste, well done, super stuff. Have a lot of water, enjoy your Sunday. See you soon. Oh, good hydration, Nikki. It's a tall one. See ya. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.